0: What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, Sinks and Ainks, and welcome to Lactic Acid. I'm your host, Dominic Smith. Today is a huge episode because we are celebrating a huge milestone, 100 episodes. Oh man, I'll be honest, I'm kind of speechless. I'm still trying to figure out what to say, but the best thing that I can say is thank you. I'm thankful for each and every listener, I'm thankful to all the guests, the athletes, the uh, whether it's you know your content creator, whoever you are, if you've invested in the show by listening, being a guest, I thank God for you, and I'm truly thankful to Him, thankful for the community. Looking back, you know, I just couldn't imagine 100 episodes. That doesn't mean, you know, that I didn't want to be in it for the long haul by any means. It's just 100. That's just so big, and the fact that we are here, we are growing. I'm just so grateful and I'm so thankful. Today's guest to celebrate episode 100, I couldn't think of a better guest and I'm truly grateful that she came on. She is the legend, the baller, Courtney Wayman listen Courtney is one of the nicest human beings you'll ever meet and she is full of incredible wisdom incredible knowledge and she's balling out when it comes to the steeplechase and listen I do believe wholeheartedly that she is going to take over soon we talked about the consistency in being an elite steeplechaser we talked about her love for roller coasters because she loves them her dogs we talked about that she has such a unique passion and love for people and getting to know them for who they are outside of the sport. and we talked about her purpose outside of the sport and how she was able to gain that perspective. There is a video on her Instagram page that will be shared And I really want you to go see that. Um, She collaborated with BYU, kind of told the story of her journey to where she is now. And listen, it will inspire you in this holiday season. We talked some music. We talked about her ability to make friends with animals. She is the cooler version of Eliza Thornberry when it comes to that. Courtney was an incredible guest. Like I said, I couldn't think of anybody better to have on this show for episode 100 and i do believe that you guys are going to be blessed by the things that she said the wisdom that she imparted and just who she is she is awesome she is so cool and so is each and every person who has come on the show who's listened to the show Uh, again i am truly thankful for each and every person episode 100 man that's kind of crazy listen If you are looking to upgrade your track and field game when it comes to equipment, when it comes to uniforms, swag, backpacks, whatever, you name it, I'm talking even big stuff, pole vault pits. Listen, Track Barn, they got you. Please go and check out what they're doing, how they're trying to grow the sport. And guess what? If you go and you purchase something before you press check out, you will type in lactic acid 10, you're gonna get 10% off your order. And let me know if you purchase from them. They're doing great things and I'm truly, truly grateful to partner with them. Listen, lactic acid is getting bigger and I'm gonna explain that in the coming months. We have some special things brewing on the back half when it comes to the next 100 episodes and hopefully beyond some really big things going down. So please be sure to check that out. Stay tuned within the next couple months. Definitely gonna make some big announcements soon and guess what olympic trials are coming up and your boy's going to be out there bringing you some incredible stories we're going to be doing a series road to the trials may end up changing up that name uh, but for right now it's going to be road to the trials where you're going to hear from some of the hopefuls from team usa who is looking to make that olympic team so please be sure to check that out there will be podcast versions there'll be projects when it comes to podcast stories and then just written stories as well so i'm going to keep you posted on all of that thank you again for your support merry christmas to all and to all good night we will catch you next time enjoy the episode What is going on, ladies and gentlemen, saints and inks, and welcome to Lactic Acid. I'm your host, Dominique Smith, and today... I have a certified baller shop caller. Listen, she is infectious with kindness so much so that she could be a Chick-fil-A employee on a Sunday when they should be open, just, just saying. She is one of the best in the world when it comes to the steeple balling out on and off the track, making the world a better place one day at a time. She is none other than the legend sister, Courtney Wayman. Courtney, how you doing, my friend? It's so good to see you again.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. That was like the nicest introduction I might have ever had. So appreciate all of that. But yeah, excited to be here and just chat about life.
0: Listen, it's all facts, my friend. Listen, all thriller, no filler. That's how we roll on this show. But you and I talked at Pre and I asked you a question about some bread. I forgot what you answered. I think it was Olive Garden's breadsticks was the bread of choice or something like that. I have to go back and look. I'm so sorry. I dropped the ball so bad. It's like I just tripped over the steeple. Um, But. It was
1: close, close, but not Olive Garden.
0: What was it? Cheesecake
1: Factory? Uh, Yep, mixture of Cheesecake Factory and Texas Roadhouse.
0: After we talked, I went and got those rolls. Um, at Texas Roadhouse.
1: Okay, okay. And I'm sure they made you happy. Those they did rolls not. Happy. No. Okay. Girl,
0: the Bible talks about the importance of salt. So for people who don't believe in seasoning your food, Jesus said, put some salt on it, essentially. Um, and that was missing <laughs> at Texas. I was, I'm like, did y'all give me the organic rolls and the organic cinnamon butter? Cause there's no seasoning in here i was hurt i'm still mad about that
1: oh my gosh Um, well i'm i'm sorry that your experience wasn't what i painted
0: it wasn't but it's not your fault i was just in the wrong state (laughs) um shout shout out to the good people eugene but i'm still hurt about that um but anyway Cheesecake Factory, Texas Roadhouse to get Texas Roadhouse. So they already got the bread. But then they heard that interview that you did on BYU. Y'all need to go to Courtney's page. Listen to this episode. Go to Courtney's page. Be inspired by the amazing testimony that she has and her wonderful family and coaches and just everybody involved with that. Her husband as well. Um, Food Network saw that. Nickelodeon saw that. And the people who own the theme park saw that too. They said, Lord, have mercy. They would just, it gave them a feeling some Hallmark couldn't give on the holiday. So what they're gonna do for you is they're gonna do a custom promotion to celebrate your awesomeness in this holiday season. Three things are gonna happen. Food Network said, we're going to get together and we need to find out what is her favorite appetizer. And so what they're gonna do is you can choose one appetizer or you can make like a sampler Of multiple appetizers. They're going to combine it into one. They're going to put your name on it, put your face on it. You get an endless supply, and they're going to sell it everywhere known to man that they're affiliated with. So that's one. Two. Back in the day, there was a show on Nickelodeon called The Wild Thornberries, where the main character, Eliza Thornberry, had the ability to talk to animals. And so not only is that power going to be given to you, but you're going to have the opportunity to have dinner with The animal that you choose as i always say i would suggest it's not an animal that you're going to eat um as far as having dinner with that would be a very awkward situation so don't be doing that um so that's the second thing that's going to be done for you Mm -hmm. lastly the third thing i live in orlando so you know we have all the theme parks disney universal sea world um god i forgot the other theme park um fun spot there in Tampa, there's Bush Gardens, there's Six Flags all over the world Uh, California has Disneyland everywhere different places, whatever you get a chance to choose which theme park you want to go to for a weekend, they're going to clear everybody out, it's just going to be you all access, meals paid for hotel paid for, everything's paid for, you're in the front of the line with everything so appetizer animal that you want to have dinner with and talk with and theme park
1: oh man those are tough questions okay i think appetizer there's a lot of good ones but i'm gonna have to go with like a classic like chips and salsa and chips and guac you can Mm -hmm. never go wrong they have to be spicy enough it has to have good flavor for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I would start there. That would be like the appetizer. Everybody loves it. Everyone loves a good chips and salsa yes, and Yes,
0: ma'am. So
1: yeah, that would for sure be the appetizer. And then um, animal. I have two dogs and one of them is like a mutt black lab border collie. And the other one is a golden retriever. And I love both of them equally, but I would love to have, (laughs) um, I would love to have a conversation with my Rosie girl. Um, She's the black lab. She is the sassiest dog. Like she was meant to be my dog for sure. She is so sassy and I, there is like a human soul, like trapped in her. I just know it. And so I would love to hear what she has to say about me and How her life is. I feel like she would be a very entertaining animal. And like yeah. Anyone that's met Rosie. Just knows that she is a ball of attitude. And it is. She's fun. She's fun. So that would definitely be the animal. And then the third one. Is theme parks. Which I haven't been to a lot of theme parks in my life. I went to Disney World. For like three hours one time. (laughs) So. Yeah, so I and I've been to Disneyland a couple times. um, So I Mm -hmm. guess I would have to go maybe Disney World because it has a little bit bigger rides. I love I love a thrill. So the big rides, the scary ones. So maybe yeah, like Disney World. And then they've got to have great food. I didn't eat any food while I was there, but they have to have great food. So Mm -hmm. and that place is massive. So I could have a day in a theme park, it'd probably be that one because that's most one I'm most familiar with. And Disney has good everything, I feel like.
0: To this dog, before we get back to the, uh, <laughs> the appetizer, you said that the Black Lab is meant to be your dog. Are you sassy too?
1: Yeah, I definitely, um, I for sure do have a little bit of sass in me for sure. Um, yeah. <laughs>
0: When do you show that? Because I don't believe that. I, I'm i sorry. I just don't believe that. I just I, compared you to a Chick-fil-A employee. There's not a sass in a chick. If you've ever been, you know, that's the truth. I don't believe that. Like, when does that happen?
1: I feel like it happens. Oh gosh. Well, you know, if you had to live with me, like my husband or coach Taylor or my training partners, they'll, they'll tell you that, there is. That's definitely there. That's an aspect of my personality for sure, for sure.
0: I, I, I just have a hard time believing that. You have this Christmas cookie energy that I just cannot like see. Like, how, I just don't believe that. I <laughs> well, just, I, I just never, I, I can't see it.
1: Christmas cookie, but like, hey, every Christmas cookie's got a little little pizzazz to it so that's what
0: we'll call it okay you get that burnt christmas (laughs) cookie energy okay i'm I'm with it i'm with it okay all righty so we'll we'll just say hey listen balance is the key of life sometimes you can't have anything too sweet you need that little acidity just to balance everything out so listen I listen we're just gonna call that a gift that's a gift (laughs) essentially all right chips and salsa with guac um. Who has the best?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Um, man, I'm trying to think. You know what? This is like such a weird chain restaurant, but Chili's has pretty good salsa and chips. Chili's. Yes, that's random. Um, no. speaking of Eugene, Oregon um taco war has really good salsa that i like there and they have a really good guac um i'm sure there's plenty others but i am blinking but those are the two that immediately like stuck out in my head
0: you are right about chilies
1: yeah chilies does have good and you there it's like unlimited so you just keep that coming
0: chilies we i went to ucf and so chilies used to have We used to have a Chili's on campus. Now, Chili's back in the day-day? Oh, boy, you were not touching. They had these chicken crisps where it was like 10% meat, uh, 90% like flour that was battered in honey and skin and all that stuff. Girl, let me tell you something. Ooh, that has some Holy Ghost power to it. Um, They have since done away with that. And so one day after class, we got chips and salsa. And I was purely shocked. I thought I was at a pure Mexican restaurant because it it was the guac. I've never had the guac before, but you know, I, I'm not going to tell you that. Like I did, we did. And it was, it was really good. I actually have a picture of it Uh, for whatever reason, because I couldn't believe how good it tasted. So I'm I'm with you there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That place is good. Um, When I was in high school, um I played soccer and so you'd have two games a week so Tuesdays and Thursdays mm-hmm. and after all of my soccer games me and my whole friend group they'd come to the soccer game and then we'd all go to Chili's afterwards and just go get endless chips and salsa and that was what we would do that night and so Chili's and the chips and salsa there have good memories in my heart for sure there you go.
0: listen Chili's can we get sister an endorsement deal um <laughs> hey
1: I will do whatever for those chips and salsa
0: for real, like, can sister just get a laptop? Not even money, well, yes, money, because you know that's nice too, but just oh my <laughs> gosh, put your face on a uh little bowl of chili salsa and everything, call it Wayman chips, you know, something like
1: that. <laughs> that would be that would you know what? I wouldn't oppose to that, so
0: see if we can turn back the hands of time, go get you an NIL deal. Um,
1: <laughs> that's true, <laughs> that, that I, would be yeah, legit.
0: oh man. I still can't, I, the sassy thing is just crazy to me. I, I, I'm i just not going to believe that in my heart. Um, <laughs> I I don't believe that. But...
1: Oh, I appreciate that. You just keep that version. Not I that.
0: <laughs> okay. Just, I just need to make sure I don't cross you uh,
1: <laughs>
0: at any time because I'm like, Ooh, she wasn't lying. You know, cat, a little lime energy coming out. So, <laughs> uh, so it's all good. Disney World so you were in Orlando for three hours essentially
1: yep (laughs) it was a quick trip um yeah just super fast we didn't realize that the park was closing early that night for an event and so we got there and we rode three rides and we were out
0: what oh Okay, so were you you in Orlando for like a day or something like that?
1: Yeah, we were in Orlando for a couple days, and we were just like, oh, we should go and do this. A bunch of us have never been, and so, yeah, and then we got there, and then we were in a line, and all of a sudden, someone, like one of the workers had said like, oh, you know, the park's closing soon, and we were like, oh, awesome, we'll just, we'll make it quick. (laughs)
0: you'll just make it quick let me ask you this what where did you go what park did you go to do you remember
1: so we went to um you know i'm not all that familiar with disney world like i said (laughs) but we went to harry potter world that was our first stop because we went straight to harry potter world
0: so you didn't go to disney you went to Universal.
1: We went to Universal. Okay, well then I take back Disney World. I went to Universal. <laughs> okay,
0: <laughs> I was sitting there thinking, Harry
1: at Disney too? Like what? I know. Okay, well I take it back. So we definitely went to Universal.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: And um, and so yeah, so we went to Universal. We went to Harry Potter World first, and then. yeah that's so funny because then we wrote jurassic park and then you was at
0: universal so we Mm -hmm. were in
1: universal um but yeah so that's my bad i'll still take disney world because i've never been there so i'll take that but yeah
0: harry are you a harry potter fan um
1: yes i grew up on i I feel like we all grew up on it so like Yeah. yeah definitely like harry potter um but yeah, not like a crazy like fan, but I know all of the things. I've read half the books and I've seen all the movies. So, I would say I'm decently educated in Harry Potter. And I'm so proud
0: of you because I cannot that's not my testimony. Um <laughs> because I fell asleep halfway through the first movie and said this is it.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, you know what? They are good movies and they're entertaining and some of them are are iconic, you know.
0: i'm sure i take your word for it i believe you i believe you um but i actually love harry potter world um i've been like three times the butterbeer is slaps it's a little different um
1: Um, yeah i have had the butterbeer one time and this was like five six years ago
0: oh man courtney you have to come back because they've added (laughs) to it they've like added like all these roller coasters i hate roller coasters I just, I cannot be upside down. I was so close to going on the Hulk. Um, And what happened was, oh, this is just very cowardly. And I'm not ashamed of it. I'm not trying to die. So when I saw that, I'm like, okay, it's nice and easy. It's slow and everything. All of a sudden you shoot through that thing and you Mm could no. Biggest fear, yeah, Yeah. Mm mm-mm. Mm-mm, mm-mm, the devil yeah. is a liar. I
1: get that one. Although I do love that. That is I love roller coasters except for um when on the Harry Potter one, just the like normal one where they take you through Hogwarts and like the screens will play, that made me super motion sick. Super. I realized in that moment that I'm no longer 18 <laughs> and can <laughs> handle the motion sickness like that. So but yeah that that was a rough start I'll be honest but I do I do love it I love the I love the thrill for sure
0: that one shook me too because a hey, my phone almost fell out um because I didn't think it it's really just like a teeter totter
1: yeah it um, just
0: helps and so it it like jolted me back jolted me back and I'm like bro what it's like you jolt back and you're going I'm like what is what are y'all doing.
1: Um yeah. yep.
0: and I was just like, I'm I'm uncomfortable. Like, Lord help me. He essentially. So I'm I'm with you there. Okay. So uh, Harry uh, Potter World. Disney, you would like Disney because I think the rides are better because there's more. You would love Rock and Roller Coaster.
1: I I think I've heard about that one. So I'm sure you're right.
0: There's a song that says we go zero to one hundred real quick. And right. that ride is the epitome of that song because it's Steven Tyler playing um, and then it's a traffic light. And then it goes from red to green really fast and you go immediately at 60 miles an hour and it's dark. You don't see anything.
1: Um, yeah that sounds like my kind of ride for sure it
0: is it is your kind of ride and if you ride you (laughs) listen I I hope you enjoy it you would love Tower of Terror too. that was my ride until I thought I was I love
1: that one for sure I've been to the one I went like a month and a half ago with my sister and her husband and my husband and we we love now it's um Avengers in Disneyland but we love that one I I love love it. it so fun yeah
0: That was the most terrifying ride because, but I go on it like that's the ride I go to, and it's not so much when you're going down, it's when you're going up, that just kind of kills me. And you see the light, and it's like, ah, yeah, that's it, night, night. It that that ride is a ride that if your soul is not right, you got to get it right asap.
1: And that that's for sure that that one is scary i'll give it to you but i love it i love it when you like drop or you go up and you get those like butterflies in your stomach because your body's in limbo i think it's so fun
0: speaking of scary terrifying adventurous horrifying rides you just completed another year of the chase, um which is just all these things are more to me i always say i have so much respect for steeple Um, Chase athletes, because if you hit that hurdle, that hurdle is not moving. Um, You are, but yet time and time again, you prove that you are one of the best. You have this cloud monster energy when it comes to those, that event. And once again, when you look at the finals, you see Courtney up in there and everything. Consistency is so hard to do but you're showing that you are developing this consistency where does that come from essentially in
1: your opinion yeah i think um i think it's a mixture of things to be honest i think um i think the first aspect of that is having such a good relationship with coach taylor mm-hmm. and you know setting these goals and then knowing that both myself and coach taylor are going to collaborate um, together and as individuals, as coach and athlete to be ready so that when I line up, I'm ready to accomplish those things that like, and the goals that I've set. So I think that's like, for me, I think that's probably one of the biggest things. Um, another thing is like going back to that is having the support that I have, um, you know, in running, I think for me, it helps me. There's a lot of people in my life that ground me and help keep me honest towards my goals. You know, I think that's something that like anyone at this level um, has innately or has developed it. Um, You have to have a level of like of self-resiliency and self-confidence, but also the people that you surround yourself with um, that help ground you and help propel you in that belief and are supporters of you um, unconditionally. And I think another aspect of it too is, um, I, you know, I'm super grateful for this opportunity to be able to run professional, professionally, and I'm really grateful that I have had the opportunities to make teams and to make finals. And, you know, those things are really special and those things are not things that I ever want to take for granted, um, And, you know, it is hard. The consistency is hard. I think that there's a lot of people that I have to look to for that. Um, I think coach Taylor is such a great example of consistency. She is someone that she is always willing to figure out the path that's going to get her, you know, or her athletes. You can look at both of those things to where she wants to go. And if something you know, went well, but didn't go the best. And she's always willing to make tweaks of that. And so she's someone that I'm able to look to, um, to, you know, have an example of consistency. And then, you know, someone like Emma Coburn, she's an incredible example of consistency. And she has shown up year after year and has made finals after finals and has, you know, won and done all these incredible things. And so I think like having people to look to helps a lot. Um, And then, you know, maybe that final part, like I've talked about a little bit earlier, is just having the self-confidence and the self-belief and resiliency of like, these are my goals and I'm going to do what it takes to accomplish those kinds of goals. Um, But I think there's not one specific thing. I think that there's so many different aspects that play into that.
0: One thing I respect about you. There's a lot I respect about you. But one thing in particular, and it's so hard to do. I think, in the public eye, especially when things don't go your way, is that you kind of are very honest that uh, I this kind of sucks, but I'm still going to keep going, essentially. I'm always curious from athletes, from an athlete's point of view, what is that fine line of being too open, even if it is honesty and then keeping some stuff to yourself to let yourself process everything and kind of regroup and reset so you can go back and ball out and start whooping everybody again.
1: Yeah, I think it's a fine line that's always changing. Um, I think it changes, you know, as you accomplish certain things. I think it's, you know, or not accomplishing certain things. I think it's always changing. Um, But something that I have really tried to keep in mind is I do have so many people that love and believe and support in me. Um, Those are the people that I know in my family, my community, my training partners, my coach, my husband, all of these different types of people. But I also know that there are so many people that I've never met that also believe in me and also support me. And that is something that I have really um, come to know over the last couple of years is like there are so many people in my corner and are rooting for me. And I think being open and honest, um, something that I'm really big about is I want people to feel loved and connected from me. I feel like that's something that I really want is that everyone knows that they can have a friendship with me and be my friend. And so I think um as I, you know, you go through these hard things. You go through these ups and you go through these downs. Um I want people to see the authentic side of things. Um and that's a hard, you know, that's a fine line of figuring out how to process and and you know, especially the good and the bad, um, there's a line for both of them. Um, and I think it's as an athlete, it's like where you feel most comfortable, um, and realizing that it's okay to take your own space and your own time to process things good and bad. Um, but also showing up, you know, cause there are so many people that watch and believe and are rooting for you. And so offering your authentic self, um, to them and saying like, Hey, like, yeah, this really sucked. Like that, you know, this didn't go this way or, you know what, this did go this way. And so I'm super grateful. Um, you know, but I think something that I really learned from coach Taylor again, and that I really try to adopt into my life is good or bad being grateful for the experience for what it was. Um, and so I think when you have that as an underlying thing, it helps kind of navigate you through that, through Figuring out how much you want to share or not share, and how you're going to process and how you're not going to process. So, yeah, it's it's a it's a tricky balance, but I think everyone does it differently, and sometimes there's no right or wrong to that. You're
0: like the Mister Rogers of track and field. I don't like. I don't even know if you know who that is.
1: I know Mister Rogers. Don't worry. I grew up on Mister Rogers. I'm not that young.
0: Okay. You, you are literally the, and I, I, I know I'm 29, so granted, but you are literally the Mr. Rogers of track and field. And if anyone tells you otherwise, then they are the kid that Santa Claus forgot. <laughs> I am
1: <laughs> that was very nice. Thank you.
0: I am convinced of that. Um, <laughs> and it's evident because you, I don't know too many people, Win, lose, or draw—it's like a layup line, essentially to shake their hand just to tell them, "Good job." You know, there you go. Keep going. Whatever it is that you say, it's just this. In a world where it feels like, well, it doesn't. It feels like it because it is. There's even in just the sport. There's just division the because track is an individual sport, essentially. But it's always. You know, nice to know that somebody's got your back, even if like you've never met them, and you provide that. The one thing that I love is that you have provided a team out like that team element you've always had. Um from soccer to track, BYU, you guys are just like a sisterhood almost. It's more than just a team, it's like a family. Essentially, but you tend to bring that not just for yourself, but for others as well. I don't want to say you're force feeding it, but how important is it for you to make sure that everybody else as just, a, you know, as you elaborated on or talked about recently, briefly, you know, making sure everybody has a friend, but that's the beauty of a team. For you, when it comes to others, how important is that, especially in the individual sport where everybody is facing a different journey, a different giant, or just different challenge, because we see everybody on the start line, everybody seems, I don't want to say they seem happy, Um, you're like the only one that smiles on the start line, um, <laughs> essentially, but um, but everybody's ready to go in their own way. But you, you, you bring that. That's why I said that, Mister Rogers' energy, that love, that care for one another. How important is it to bring that in forms of a team, in terms of a team atmosphere to an individualized sport?
1: Yeah, I mean, I was super, super fortunate to go to BYU, where it we do call it the sisterhood. Like it is super unique. Um, you know, even this weekend, even though I'm no longer a part of the current sisterhood, you know, I feel like when you go through the program, you're always a part of it. Um, yeah, this current team, um, coach Taylor threw a Diwali party, um, for Diwali and, you know, this team and her did a whole dance and everyone showed up and, you know, I think those things are so unique, um, to BYU and to, um, that sisterhood that we've created, um, And I think I've been super duper fortunate. All of my best friends and the people that, you know, besides my own family, family, these people have become family in my life. And um, I think something is I've gone professional is, um, you know, at the end of the day, nobody's really going to care about your accolades in 20 years nobody's going to care what you did because someone else is going to be doing that and they're going to be breaking records and they're going to be winning and which is great that's how you want the sport to evolve um but letting it be known that it's more than that and people are and especially as athletes it, it can be super easy to tie your worth to the sport and so just allowing you know people to feel like yeah, like I do this thing, but like, that's not all that I am. And something that I really loved getting the opportunity um, to meet new people and to experience different types of people and hearing their stories and where they've come from. And then you watch them get on the track and they do something incredible or, you know, they make a team or whatever you see their, you hear their stories and you hear their background, and then you get that much more admiration for their accolades and their achievement and things like that. And so you get to see the whole of people rather than just performances on the track. Um, And that's something that I know um, that I have really had to navigate, especially um, in the middle of my college career, I had to figure out who I was outside of the sport um, and that was a really hard time of my life. If I'm being honest, I I didn't know what my worth was or my purpose was without running. And um, yeah, those were really hard times. And I think like that's something that I know I've been caught up in. Um, and I know how hard that was for me in my life. And so I just want, you know, that's something that I think, I think that's probably more of a universal experience than people may realize. And, you know, maybe it's not, but um, it can be super easy. And so to fall into those things. And so that's something that I definitely um, have tried to make a goal of like knowing people's whole instead of just achievements. Um, and, you know, you get these opportunities as a professional to travel to different places and meet new people. And so um, trying to take advantage of that opportunity for sure.
0: I was about to ask it. We're going to get to the off track stuff, but girl, you had a word in there that we have to go back and talk about. What is your purpose? What did you find in that Valley experience? Uh, like I said, go go on Courtney's page. See the, it's, it's tied in with BYU, so you can't miss it and just enjoy, because that was like the greatest, I don't even know how many minutes, but I was like, ooh, my allergies, ooh, need a Fed up in here to clear that up. It was, it was that good, but in that experience, in those tough times, what did you find that your purpose is, essentially?
1: Yeah, I think um, I learned a lot about myself, and I learned that I am more than a runner. I have so many other qualities that make me great and make me whole, um, and then trying to remember those qualities and then enhance those qualities, um, and figuring out how to be my best self, regardless of what's happening in on the track. Um, and I feel like yeah, that, I mean, that was super tough and I go into a lot of detail about it in that video, um, but I learned that it is more than that. But I also learned on top of that, that I have been given a gift from God for running and and a love for the steeple that I think is also a gift from God. I just, I have so much love for this event and I, I genuinely love it. Um, and I want to capitalize on that. I've been given special gifts and special opportunities and I want to make sure that I'm always capitalizing that. And sometimes the capitalizing on it looks like winning or running a PR or making a final or whatever it may be. And sometimes it's that I'm showing up every day and giving my best every day regardless of the two situations. I'm still me and there's still great things about me. Um and so I would say, like, that's part of my purpose. I think that there's other things that I, my reason why and the why of what I'm doing. But I would say in that specific scenario, those are definitely the big highlights for me as far as my purpose.
0: What did I call you in Oregon? Did I call you Bishop or Pastor Wayman? I forgot.
1: <laughs> I think you called me
0: Pastor. <laughs> Pastor Wayman Smith. And I think i won the only one that calls you that. Ooh
1: that's true yeah
0: (laughs) girl out here preaching like it's communion sunday that's first sunday (laughs) down here all righty praise him what are three people what are three people what are three things that people do not know about the legend that is sister courtney wayman fun facts only
1: okay um one fun fact is i love animals Love animals. I am the type of person that if I'm on a run and there's horses or there's goats or sheeps or dogs or cats, like I will try to be friends with these animals for sure. I love, I just love animals. I think they're great. I love them. One day in my life, I will live on a lot of land and have a lot of animals. So okay. that's something. Um, a second fun fact is I love music super passionate about music I'm always listening to music for sure if I am making dinner or a meal or whatever music's on if I'm getting ready music's on if I'm showering music's on like I love music I just yeah I really love music and then a third oh my gosh I'm trying to think of another fun fact um I also love reading that's okay. something about me I try to read a couple books a week for sure so those are three random facts that are just from the top of my head.
0: I'm so proud. You're trying to be friends with animals, though. Um, <laughs> I have not heard that since Eliza Thornberry or the Wild thornberries, <laughs> that she had the ability to talk to. Her. Eliza oh, was-
1: They had stuff in common.
0: Yeah, but Eliza was eating dinner with cockroaches and, and getting their testimonies and stuff like that. Um,
1: yeah, see, maybe not like insects. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You you are, I could tell the passion. Now, what does being friends with an animal entail? I, that's what I'm curious about.
1: Yeah, so I'll share this experience at Worlds in Oregon in, in 22. Um, the on house, right next door, there was a family. Well, there was a cat. I don't even know where the cat belonged to. But next door, there was this cat that hung around the whole time. And I was with, you know, my brand manager and my coach at the time. And I love animals. And I'm gonna go greet this cat and me and this cat, we're gonna, we're gonna be friends. I don't know why, I just do it. And they were so mad at me. They're like, you're gonna get bit, you're gonna get scratched, something bad's gonna happen to you. You have the final soon. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's totally fine. Like nothing's gonna happen to me. And nothing did. Me and this cat, we became friends. We were cool let me pet it and then we're good. So yeah, like I just, I love animals. Or if I go to someone's house and they have animals, like I will leave and your animal will love me. <laughs> oh, so boy.
0: That's, that's, that's kind of hard. Like you go to someone's house and they have an animal and you leave their house and the animal that they had is now you're the favorite, <laughs> like they are. That is so. That's different. You, you, you're built different, fam. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I, you know what? I love the animals. I think animals are the best ever. Not, I love. I'm them. not mad. I ain't
0: mad at it. Um, uh, thankfully, I don't have any because, granted, I'm not responsible enough. One of us got to eat. Um, essentially, but I, I respect that. Have you ever had a negative encounter with an animal?
1: Oh, for sure. Real? For not all animals. I think that they love me, but not all do. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, my sister used to have this cat that I picked out, by the way. Well, she picked out, and then I took it home for her. And it was a really mean cat. She was not nice. And she used to scratch like crazy and like mm. hiss at you. And she was not a nice cat. And the like irony of it all is her name was Joy. And she was awful. So... Yeah, not all animals love me, but I would say like 99%. It's
0: always a cat.
1: Yeah, cats can be tough.
0: It's it's always a cat. Who who gave that cat the name though?
1: My cute little nephews did.
0: Aw. Oh. All right. Yeah. See, cat's nickname would have been like Jezebel or something like that. Um, Yeah,
1: they were, they were, like, four, maybe, like, maybe four years old, so they were little.
0: I could see you owning about ten acres, and you are just, like, freaking Noah got two of each animal.
1: For sure, I already have two dogs, so I'm, I'm well on my way.
0: What, like, what is, like, the dream, like, when you retire, like... What is, what is the dream, like, to open up, like, a nursery or just an animal farm or?
1: You know, I would just want these animals just for my own, just my own well-being. Like, I would love to take care of them and have a little farm oh. and, like, a little garden. I would just love to have my own peaceful little area and things that I can take care of. And, yeah, like, horses. I love goats i my aunt had a goat growing up and it was the funniest thing so would love goats pigs like the whole chickens the whole not the whole nine yards for sure
0: this energy that you have like, like your face lit up <laughs> um i
1: do love animals that is that is the thing
0: emily mckay so I, I recorded that episode last night she is she runs for yeah. um new boston or new boston new balance it's been a year sorry um She was telling me about a vacation she went on, and people who are listening to this, you would have heard this episode by now. Antigua and... Antigua and something. But you can... And I saw a picture of it, and she was, like, bottle-feeding these cute little piglets.
1: Yeah, I saw that on her Instagram.
0: And you can swim with these pigs. Like, they swim with you. I'm like... What? I think that's your next vacation
1: that it should be honestly i saw that on her instagram and i was like that is so fun look how cute and tiny they are
0: yeah I, 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 like, I was like okay that's that's a little different i've never heard of swimming with a pig um uh, let alone feeding them but then she explained it and just the experience i was like my bad okay yeah
1: yeah well we got something in common we got a lot of things in common but that's one for sure
0: that's that's one for sure so i feel that um man moving forward to your other fun facts music i got to know what's on your playlist i have an idea in my head but i don't want to share it i just want to
1: see what you say <laughs> yeah so um number one artist forever and always is mac miller For sure. I love Mac Miller. Have for 10 plus years. Probably, yeah. Close to, yeah, I mean, since like 7th grade, so I don't know. Whenever that was, 2010-ish. So, yeah, 10-15 years, so Mac Miller's number one forever and always.
0: I was, first of all, rest in peace, Mac Miller. Um, oh I wouldn't expect that
1: <laughs> yeah I feel like a lot of people say that but yeah I love Mac Miller went to his concert in like 2015 love Mac
0: I'm not mad at it I just didn't <laughs> expect it for whatever <laughs> reason I expected like Justin Bieber
1: you know what I love a good Justin Bieber song I also grew up with him but I probably wouldn't put him in like my top five.
0: Ooh, who's the top five
1: well Mac if we look yeah if we looked at um my Apple music like top five I think it was Mac Miller and then Miguel and then Kanye Eminem and sometimes the toss-up of five is either like <laughs> either like Lil Wayne Nicki Minaj or Chris Stapleton, a country guy. <laughs> so we got we got a whole mixture of people and things going on for sure.
0: I am I I Lord Jesus. I am so shocked and happy because now I I thought it was just Justin Bieber and a bunch of country singers. Like, I, I thought it was like.
1: Country like, is, Country has a way of my heart. Don't, I will, I will, I love country for sure.
0: Okay. I see that sass coming out. So we're going to stay away yeah. from that. We're going to put that, we're going to put that to the shelf. Um, <laughs> God, I'm not huge on country, you know. uh, You know, my song, because I am a fried chicken aficionado, Zach Brown bands. you know, I like my chicken fried. There's actually a few country music songs I rock with. Um, Martina McBride, Dolly, um, love sister Dolly. Um, We're going to leave that alone because I'm not doing well with that. I had this conversation. So Mac Miller's one. Is it Kanye or Ye? Because there's two different versions. There's the Kanye before he lost his mind and then there's Ye, you know, this, this stuff now.
1: Yeah, no, old Kanye.
0: My girl, for
1: sure. Old Kanye. What is
0: the, what's the, what is your jam? Because I had this debate on another show. Shout out to Chrissy Gear. We had a discussion. It wasn't even a debate because we agreed. So our go-to albums. Mine is a tie between 808s and Heartbreaks, and Graduation. She said College Dropout.
1: You know what? I listen to college dropout a lot. Okay. But I think I would have to say graduation because there's so many, yeah, there's, uh, yeah, I probably would say graduation, but I listen to college dropout a lot for sure.
0: College dropout is just, for whatever reason, I I don't know. That's just easy to listen to for whatever reason. I I can't explain it because I understand what you're saying. Yeah. The graduation, that was the heavy hitters.
1: Yeah. That's, that's like, um, I played a lot of sports growing up and one of them was basketball. And so that's like warming up to basketball. Like yes. that, that's just the vibe. So,
0: stronger that, that,
1: uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Definitely went, all the good vibes.
0: I went to a Christian, private Christian school when, my friends and I are just walking around, hall. Welcome to the good life, like singing T-Pain's version or whatnot. Stronger, oh man, so many. That was the warm-up song for me, you know. Bow in the presence of greatness, because right now thou has forsaken us, and I'm like, oh. um, essentially no. I love that. To me, that guy gets me fired up for track too. When I was competing in track field,
1: yeah, um, for sure. But, music, music can definitely get you fired up, for sure. What,
0: what's, like, the one that you're listening to before you hit the start line?
1: It changes. That's the thing, is it's okay. never one, and it changes, and it could change meat to meet, and it could change season to season. I like that. Typically, there's, like, one song, um, but, yeah, it'll change a lot. It just depends on, like, depends on the vibes going into the race, for sure.
0: I want to know what Lil' Wayne songs you got on there. <laughs> that
1: <laughs> you know, like, there's there's a lot, but it's old stuff. It's the old stuff.
0: Oh, what's the song that I used to this is nostalgia because that is layup line music. Um and everything. Oh man, I for whatever reason that just brings joy to my soul that you like this genre. Like I see why you're so good now because you're ready if you stay ready you don't have to get ready and Courtney you stay ready you listen to music and I'm, I'm the same way like I don't know music just kind of I, I can't explain the power of music but there's something about it that just kind of I would say regulates your mind but it puts you in the atmosphere to be great
1: yeah I think it can definitely um, sway your moods and your thoughts and so you gotta you gotta find the ones that are on the right vibes that make you feel good, make your soul feel good.
0: I have this feeling that you probably average like 30, 10 and 12 when you play basketball. Like you like you have like that kind of like that yeah. Steph Curry, like you probably had a uh, mean that, hezzy.
1: You know, I appreciate the hype. However, I'm gonna be honest, I was awful at basketball. I just could hustle for sure. That's it. Very, I could hustle. That's the only reason I went and played. (laughs) But I I, wasn't very good. That was, I did basketball because I thought it was fun. I loved the fast pace, loved all of it. And, you know, running was always the common denominator. So.
0: I don't know. I still, I don't know.
1: I appreciate that though. You all can just believe that. I'll, I'll let everyone believe that.
0: Courtney is the Mister Rogers, Steph Curry, LeBron James coming down the lane bucket, uh, listening to listening to all of the likes uh, by by Connie. That that's that's what well, it is.
1: I would I don't know if I would say Steph or LeBron. I that basketball wasn't my forte, but my two training partners, Anna and Whitney they're both very good at basketball like very good so if us three were playing I would be the worst of all of us for sure
0: well I heard that you were like me a ham out there when you're playing soccer though
1: <laughs> again I don't know if I was I felt oh, like it man. was playing soccer but I I love soccer that is that's my first love of sport for sure
0: interestingly enough I'm curious when Middle distance runners have such a hard and distance runners because you're like, you're training, eat, sleep, repeat. How important is like getting away from everything? And what do you do just to just say, you know what? Bump everything and everybody. This is when I'm at peak relaxation mode. What does that look like for you? Outside of like hugging horses and stuff like that.
1: (laughs) Um, Yeah, peak relaxation is probably... um. I mentioned, like, I love reading, I love reading a good book, just sitting there, you know, in my house, um, or outside if it's a nice day. Um, yeah, reading a book, um, or I don't know, binge watching whatever show is next and new or, um, yeah, those are, those are probably my two biggest things because, you know, as this life is, it's a very, um, simple life it like you said it's run eat recover sleep repeat and so um but yeah I I would say those are my definitely my biggest relaxation for sure um or I love hosting Mm. Um, like I love having people over for dinners or game nights or things like that that is to me that still fuels the relaxation part too so we do a lot of things i mentioned anna and whitney um we all get together and we'll do lots of fun things together so um yeah i would say those are probably the three
0: game night i'm curious about this because there's one game that as the living god is my witness every middle distance runner in the world let alone the united states plays this one game and i'm curious if you you play it as well. What is like that go-to game?
1: I feel like you're talking about Catan.
0: Yep. Lord.
1: I, I I don't play Catan often, for sure. Um yeah, I'm not I'm not huge on Catan. I don't dislike it, but that I don't even know if I own Catan. Um but we do a lot of different games. We'll do a lot of card games or like fast-paced games. There's some like dice games that are like they're just up to chance, and you can bet. I don't even know what it's called. Our neighbor showed it to us, and
0: like spades or craps? No, or...
1: no. So it's like something with sevens. Oh. I, I don't know. You <laughs> have two dice, and I... you roll it, and you bet, and then if you roll doubles, um, the end, the round ends. So you have to pull out before someone rolls a double go through 10 rounds and then whoever loses you have to do dares and we'll normally do like um you'll have to do blindfold and then like the noise canceling earphones and you'll have to sing a karaoke song or like things like that so we'll play games like that um or yeah like card games I'm trying to think what else um yeah we I mean we haven't done a game night in a while we've all been traveling but um Oh my gosh, I just forgot the name, but it's you're on code names. That one's a fun one too. Oh, so, but yeah, that's that's kind of how the game nights look. That's some. First
0: of all, that dice game. There's some people who are not here. Um, <laughs> over <laughs> that game, that is some. But I love how you guys just have fun with it. um yeah. Wow that is legit that is legit okay I'm with that I was curious because I'm like what is with that doggone game
1: (laughs) yeah Catan is fun it is I don't play it often but it is fun
0: what is the go-to host meal because you seem to have a well I know you have a great taste of food because we talked about chilies. And obviously, we talked about chips and salsa for chilies, but you did say Texas Roadhouse, Cheesecake Factory combination, one-two punch, two-piece in a biscuit kind of feel. So I'm with that. But as somebody who I thought about, like in the future, maybe I should host, like as a host, and I assume a really good host. What is like the essential spread that has to be, or at least the Courtney Wayman spread? Because I already know we're gonna walk in to. To some good music, probably has a nice vibe, got the candles going and everything. But I'm I'm genuinely curious about that.
1: Yeah. Um, so if I'm with Whitney and Anna, we all like the same foods. Um, so we'll do like someone will bring something and you know, another person will bring something. But if I had to cook and I had to host, I would do (laughs) some version of Let's see, I would do some version of like chicken and quinoa and rice and then veggies and some sort of salad. That's probably, you know, some sort of version of that. Um, Sometimes that looks like the salad and the quinoa. Like you could do a colored quinoa salad and then some veggies and then, you know, whatever, chicken. Um, Or you could do like a bowl of all of those things combined so some version of that is typically the meal that I would host.
0: Dang. Okay, well that either tells me I don't have no business hosting, or I need to quinoa. I could never get with that. I don't know why. Um. But, I think that's great for like a dinner party, essentially.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's fun, and and normally it is with Whitney and Anna, and so we all love the same food, and we all love making the same food, so super easy and a lot of fun.
0: I got two more for you, then we're going to do some rapid fire. At the pre-classic, we talked about the importance of joy and obviously your faith. I was just recently did an episode, and something interesting um, came up in the conversation, and I said that I feel like in life, one of the hardest places that you can be in is in a season of transition, because it comes with uncertainty, it comes with anxiety, it comes with fear, it comes with aggravation, all the above, but the unique thing about it is, and even a disappointment, you're always moving forward, even though you don't see it, and the unique thing is, like, one day Pop goes the weasel, and you get to where you're supposed to be. Watching you run, it just feels like one day Courtney's gonna come in with this black Air Force One energy. I don't know what the equivalent of that would be with on shoes. Maybe like the Cloud X, um, <laughs> that weight room shoes.
1: Maybe some Rogers.
0: Okay, that yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that you're going to come in with that. And I don't want to say you're going to, you will shock 99.999% of the world. And that 1% is you, your coach, and your family. That is not going to be a shock. It's going to be like, I knew I could do this. It was just a matter of time. When you go through even the good and the bad, does it always feel like you're just one step away from accomplishing the things that you hoped and prayed for?
1: that's a good question um i think maybe not necessarily one step away um i like to view it as i know how much is in me i know how much i'm willing like what i'm willing to do to achieve goals um and obviously um i have goals and i have really high goals and i want to do something and i want to do things that have never been done um, yeah in the steeple and I want to be the best that I can be and rise up to my potential. Those are things that I are obvious, you know, that's why that's why I'm competing at this level. It's why it's <clears throat> why I chose to go professional and things like that. However, um something that I've really been thinking about with this off season and with coach Taylor is um more importantly is like who I want to be outside of that and how I want to show up. And I think when you're really focused on your path of how you can be the best you, I think most of the time that ends up translating on the track. And um, I love that. And that's something that I really try to focus on is when I feel like you're in peace and in harmony. Um, and that and this, it's not all the time. But I feel like a lot of the times when you're at peace and harmony with all the things in your life, the track stuff will follow. And sometimes it's immediate and sometimes it's not. But I think the most important part of all of that is the belief of getting there. And that was something that I feel like I took away, especially from the latter part of this season with worlds and pre, um, you know, not racing to what I had trained for and believed for, um but I still got on the line believing in myself. And I think that that is such a powerful thing because then one day it will translate. So as long as you keep showing up and believing in yourself one day, it's going to show. Um, and you know, even if I never got any of the goals that I have set for myself, um, I think as long as I enjoy the process and I have peace and harmony in who I am and I believe in myself, then that will always be enough for me. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know if it's one step away or if it's just believing that it will come. But if it doesn't, knowing that I believed in myself to get there.
0: We're going to have to upgrade you from pastor to bishop. Dang. Ooh. <laughs> Girl, got to chill. It ain't even cold outside. Man. Yeah. Last question, then we're gonna get the rapid fire and then we're just gonna call it a year. Are you having fun?
1: Yeah, I'm having a lot of fun. Like I said, I love I love this sport. Um, I mentioned I soccer is my first love. So I had to find the love for running. It didn't come naturally. There was a love, there was a there was a like love. Like I was in like with running because <laughs> I was good at it. But I had to find that love for running and I felt, I feel like I spent a lot of years finding that love and because I had to go on that journey of finding the love for running, it's so deep rooted in me and I love it and that is so important to me. So yes, I do feel like I'm having a lot of fun. I get to live my dream life with my best friends, with my family, and I get to every day wake up and make choices and decisions. To pursue my passion and that's a very lucky life so yeah like i'm super grateful for that but yeah definitely having a lot of fun
0: so you're already a bishop you will make a great coach one day
1: i appreciate that that a- that a- is a- the that is the end goal beyond a- all of my own running i would love to coach and follow you know similarly in coach Taylor's steps
0: oh my gosh coach taylor listen get sister on as an assistant to the assistant regional manager and then bump you up to the assistant and then you two just create this powerhouse oh god if y'all got the coaching together that's like uh thanos getting the last infinity stone that's night night for everybody Uh, (laughs) um
1: she's a very wise woman so if i if i can pick things up from her then I I feel good about where that is because she's she's an incredible woman and coach.
0: You have survived the interrogation process. Now we have moved on to our final segment called Down the Home Stretch. Where I'm gonna ask you a few rapid fire questions. I want you to answer them to the best of your ability. Are you ready?
1: Yeah, let's do it.
0: Okay. If there was a food that you could live with for the rest of your life and a food that you would live without, what would they be?
1: If I could live with for the rest of my life, like I have to eat it for the rest of my life.
0: Okay, yeah. Okay. Just something you could tolerate forever.
1: Okay, pasta. For sure. Easy answer on that end that I could live without. Oh, man, probably fish. I like fish, but I don't love fish. So that would probably get out.
0: Okay, that's fair. What kind of pasta, though?
1: I'm a very simple, like, angel hair, red sauce, chicken type of girl.
0: Pasta that's that is the best that's the one too i love angel her pasta with some chicken and some homemade shout out to rayos rayos sponsored this show best marinara sauce in the world that
1: is true rayos is very good
0: it's expensive but it is worth every penny tell me what's the last movie that made you cry
1: oh my gosh i can't remember oh it was well i this is the only one i can remember um I don't think it's the most recent, but Angels in the Outfield. That's an old movie. Old that movie.
0: movie. Yes. When Danny covered them.
1: Yes. I used to watch it on the VHS.
0: Girl, let me tell you something. I have that is wild. I have that movie on the VHS. I still have a VHS.
1: Yeah, that Uh-oh. movie's a very good movie and it'll it'll hit your heart for sure
0: i was expecting something like marley and me because maybe that's the last movie that made me cry um
1: yeah no i i I, yeah that's the last one it was on an airplane to a race
0: i used to watch that movie all the time because it used to come what was it this yeah it used to come on disney channel um man that was such a good movie um dang you have said some stuff that has stopped me dead in my tracks tonight. Lord, have mercy. Uh, dream NIL deal.
1: Probably a shoe sponsor with On, specifically.
0: On, essentially. Yeah. Okay, listen, I'm not mad at it. I love On. Just one yeah. more child service. I mean, if today. I was
1: in college, I would be ecstatic if On had signed me.
0: Oh gosh, where well, there's they're just signing so many people like water. It's just like on science am like, ooh, that would have been lit for some of these athletes who just came out of the collegiate yeah. system.
1: Yeah, they've uh, definitely been some great athletes.
0: Tell me this. Let's just say they're gonna make a movie about your life. Who do you want to play your character? Oh
1: my gosh. I've never thought of that. Um I don't even know who I would pick. Man, that's a hard question. I don't even know. I'm trying to think of like brown hair actresses. <laughs> um, gosh, maybe like I don't know. Maybe like Blake Lively or Lucy Hale. Those are great actresses. I love them. So those would be cool. I
0: think Margot Robbie uh, would play your character well. I think Pete Jennifer Gardner will play your character well.
1: I appreciate that. I'll take take anyone. They're making a movie. I'll take anyone.
0: (laughs) They're going to play your character. So listen, I'm with it. I am so with it. Alrighty. So let's do a couple more questions. So tell me, last TV show that you binge watched.
1: Last TV show that I binge watched? um, Love is Blind.
0: Okay, that seems to be a popular answer among the masses of, like, everybody. Uh, Yeah. Tell me, are you familiar with the show The Office?
1: Very familiar, yes.
0: When you get another dog, if you had to name it after one of the characters, what character are you naming it after?
1: Maybe just because these would be funny dog names. Um... Maybe like Stanley or Toby. I like
0: that. <laughs> I, I like that a lot. I always said I would name mine um, Bob Vance Advanced Preservation, just the entire name.
1: Yeah, that's a good one, too. That's a creative one.
0: Or uh, David Wallace. Essentially.
1: I respect it.
0: Yeah, essentially one of those. I would name it that. Last Meal on Earth.
1: Last Meal on Earth. Um yeah, probably like I I love pasta, that's my favorite meal. So, for sure some type of pasta, chicken salad with some veggies, that would probably be my last oh, one.
0: Nice and easy. I'm I'm with it. Last two questions. Best Christmas movie.
1: Home Alone. Mm, Home Alone or The Grinch. Those two are top 2.
0: Okay. Gotta elaborate on that because Home Alone One or two?
1: Home Alone One, just the original.
0: Thank you. I I like Home Alone Two, but I love Home Alone One. Yeah. Um Start Yeah, Home Alone One. OG. Lastly, the Grinch, the animated one or the one that Jim Carrey played in?
1: Jim Carrey. Thank you. Yeah. Those two are really good Christmas movies that will just make you feel They'll just get you laughing, and that is just like the Christmas spirit, you know?
0: Amen. Hey, man, hey, praise them. Last question, most important question that you want to answer. Why does kindness matter to you?
1: I think kindness matters to me because we all in our lives, we all have so much going on. You could be living the best life and you could be in a really hard part of your life and in a lot of trials. Um, but I think something that connects all of us is kindness Um, kindness and empathy and I think when you offer kindness you receive kindness and I think the world is such a better place when we all offer unconditional kindness Um, and so I think when you do that I think kindness is something that could change the world if we all offered it and received it a little bit more
0: I feel like Listening to high school musicals, we're all in this together. Like after that, because that is such like an amazing answer. Listen, Courtney Waitman, everybody, Courtney Waitman Smith, put some respect on it. Um, so let's just get it out of the way, Pastor. That's how I should have addressed it. <laughs> Dropping some gems tonight, Courtney. Appreciate you, fam, coming on the show. Where can the good people support your journey?
1: Yeah, you can support it on Instagram and Twitter is where I'm most active. Um, And it's courts of sport 20, just Courtney Wayman.
0: Listen, baller legend. When she won the gold, don't be surprised. And thank you all for listening. Love, peace and chicken grease. We'll catch you next time.